Hey there, and welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast, where I will equip you to see the kingdom of God, to bear fruit as you understand the word of the kingdom government of Jesus Christ that he preached. I will help you to weed out of your heart, out of your mind, the weeds of the Pharisees' teaching, the weeds of religious and political teaching, the worries and the cares of this world so that you can bear fruit. You and I are going to live forever in heaven, which is going to be on the earth. I can't wait to see you on the other side. Hey, church, welcome back. We're going to pray for the salvation of people. The Bible says that God does not want any to perish, but he wants all to come to a knowledge of the truth. And you and I have come to a knowledge of the truth. And we know that somebody prayed for us. Nobody comes to Christ unless somebody first prayed for them. Somebody prayed for you. It might be an auntie or an uncle or a school teacher or a total stranger on the bus, but somebody has prayed for you according to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, which says, The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel. Remember, that light is a true light. It is a spiritual light. John chapter 1 says, Jesus is the light of men. And so when he came into the earth, we physically and we spiritually saw for the first time the light. Men are in darkness. Colossians chapter 1 says that the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light are two separate kingdoms. The kingdom of darkness is the word ignorance. It's what they don't know. People don't know. They don't know God. They may go to church. They may be Catholic. But unless they're born again, unless they're born of the spirit, remember Jesus said his words are spirit and they are life. And in John chapter 6, it says that God is drawing all men to himself. Jesus said, no one can come to Jesus unless the Father draws him. So the Father has put people on your heart that he is wanting to be saved. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's someone who annoys you. But there would be at least two or three people that you can pray for. Also in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 10, is the pulling down of strongholds and the taking of every thought captive into the obedience of Jesus Christ. There is a great prayer that we can do according to 2 Corinthians. And what it is, is we are able to to take the thoughts captive. We're able to pull down the strongholds because everybody wants, I believe, to receive Jesus, but they, they can't see the, the light and we need to do the work in our prayers. We need to pray. It says in verse 4, The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, we have divine power to demolish strongholds. And that word stronghold is like a fortress in the mind. So my dad was a lawyer. And when we were praying for him, it really seemed in the natural impossible for him to be saved. And he was very antagonistic and against God and church. And we were praying against pride. We were praying against the the logical 
mindset, the rational mindset that, that his education had afforded him. We to, that was clearly obvious. Other people may have other strongholds, drug abuse, sexual addictions, money, the love of money, self-effort, you know, self-reliance. These will be obvious to you through their behavior. And we, in verse 5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God. Again, these are like um, worldview, mindsets, um, you know, it's like a, a cloud in front of their eyes, a distortion of reality. These are uh, pretensions. These are like a, mm, a facade, a smokescreen, you know, deceptions that people believe. We can actually cast them down and take every thought captive. Now, when you start to pray for these people, the demonic spirits that have been partnering with them are going to be disrupted. What you're actually doing is you are in the spiritual realm clearing the atmosphere. This is all you're able to do. Now, you can pray that other people would present Christ to them. Maybe you can't physically communicate with them. Maybe they're not known to you. Maybe you're praying for a celebrity or a president who you'll never get to talk to. But you can pray that God would bring people to them, that God would send angels, which biblically is true, ministering spirits sent, sent to those who will inherit salvation. You know, you could just pray in tongues and you don't know what prayers you're praying. The Bible says we pray in the language of angels. So your prayers in tongues, you might say, God, I'm just going to pray in tongues for five minutes for this person. And allow the Holy Spirit to pray through you because what's happening is you are casting down every high thing. You're taking every thought captive. So what you're doing is you're clearing the spiritual atmosphere around them so that the demonic attachments that they have partnered with are, are severed. Now, what that means is they are going to be walking around in the natural. They are not going to have the demonic spirits around them because of your prayers, so that when someone preaches the gospel to them, for the first time they can hear it. Every other time they sat in church, every other time you told them about God, it bounced off them, you know, like water off a duck's back. But this time, because of your prayers, because you're praying according to 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4 and 5, the the light that comes through your words or the light that comes through somebody else's words penetrates for the first time and they can see the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ and they repent and they're able to be saved. And it's at that point that it's important to continue to pray for them because those demonic spirits will not give up. Remember the parable of the sower. These people are going, the devil's going to want to steal the seed. The, the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth. So what you're going to need to do is to disciple them. Matthew 28, Jesus said to go into all the world, preach the gospel. But he also said in the same sentence, teaching them to obey all that I've commanded you. So once they come to Christ, and they will, if you pray this, I really believe they will. If you pray consistently, don't start praying and then stop because what's going to happen is those demons are going to fortify. What did Jesus say? He said, if you cast out the demon, they're going to come back and they're going to bring seven more wicked than themselves. So we don't want them, you don't want to start praying for someone and then stop because you're going to make it worse. I mean, you will make it worse for them. You've got to pray for them. And once you start, 
you must see it through, okay? This is really important, and this is what God is saying. So the Melbourne Underground Church, there's a great new video on my website where Jamie Walden goes into a little bit of detail about his perspective of how does the underground church operate in America? How does the underground church operate in a Western, you know, pseudo-democracy? Go to my YouTube channel. It'll be in the show notes. It'll be in the description of this podcast. But we have a commission, okay, that we would be praying for three people at any given point in time, that we would be praying according to these prayers in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and 5. We would be praying the intercessory prayer for the lost. And the other commission is that we would be helping other people to be delivered of what we ourselves have been delivered. So I'm commissioning you as the church Find people who are like you. If you were delivered of, a, of a, an abusive relationship, then you go and find people who are in an abusive relationship and help them, pray for them, deliver them, save them, support them. If you were delivered of alcohol, if you were delivered of cigarettes, if you were set free from, from you know, obsessive compulsive disorder, if Jesus healed you, saved you, set you upon a rock, whatever you've freely received, that is what you're specifically called to freely give. So I hope this quick edification and exhortation has helped you today. Make sure you pray for people consistently until they're saved and make sure that you help people by giving away what you've freely received. They are your people group. You must find them and you must Go and help them in Jesus' name. Thank you guys for listening. I've been Jonathan. This was a quick 10-minute exhortation. God bless you. Be at peace in Jesus' name. Amen.